When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, welcome to Luke's English Podcast. How are you? I hope you're well. Hope you're fine. Hope you're sitting in a nice comfortable chair or standing in a place that has a nice cool atmosphere to it. You're listening to another episode of Luke's English Podcast. Uh, the podcast has been nominated again in the Macmillan Dictionary Award uh, and the voting is now open. If you want to vote for the podcast, you can. Uh, just go to macmillandictionary.com and you'll find some kind of link there. Otherwise, of course, you can go to teacherluke.co.uk. You'll find a voting button on the top right-hand corner of the page or just find the page for this episode and click the link. macmillandictionary.com forward slash loveenglishawards. Go there and please do vote for Luke's English Podcast. When I get voted for this, uh, sorry, when I get nominated for this competition, I usually have quite a lot of new visitors to the website by people who are checking out the podcast for the first time. They've seen it listed on the Macmillan Dictionary page and they're thinking, I oh know, I'll have a little look at Luke's English Podcast. Clearly it won the award last year. It must be uh, fairly good. I'll, uh, I'll go and click on the link and see what, see what it looks like. Well, this is it, okay? Um, let me please take this opportunity to say hello to any new visitors, hello, and to give you an idea of what Luke's English Podcast is all about, okay? So in this episode, I'm going to give you, I'm going to tell you 16 things that you need to know about Luke's English Podcast. And after listening to this, you should have a better idea of what this podcast is all about, okay? That's the plan, that's the idea. It's for those people who have never visited the page before, but they've just had a quick look just to see what it's all about. Well, you're now going to find out what it's all about. So listen to this episode. Here we go. Right, so 16 things um, that you should know about Luke's English Podcast. And we start with number one. Um, I'm a teacher from London. My name is Luke. That's why it's called Luke's English Podcast, because this is my podcast. I'm Luke. It's Luke's English Podcast. It's it's not rocket science. So I'm a teacher from London. Uh, I'm living in Paris at the moment. Um, I have about 14 years of experience of teaching, and I also have both a CELTA and DELTA qualification. Um, CELTA, that's the Certificate in English Language Teaching to Adults. The DELTA is the Diploma in English Language Teaching to Adults. Um, I've lived in Japan too, and I have experience of teaching adults and children at all levels of English for general, business, or more specific purposes. Students I've had in the past include uh, Brazilian World Cup winners, Scandinavian heads of state, top business executives, and even a porn star as well. That's right. I now teach at the British Council and at a top university in Paris. Number two, point number two, I started Luke's English Podcast in 2009 after taking a course in podcasting with the Consultants E. They're a sort of online um, training organisation. At the time, I just felt like I wanted to have my own radio show. 
and I discovered ways of creating podcasts on my new Apple Mac laptop and then realised that I could publish them myself on iTunes and then get the word out using social networking. I knew that there would be an audience out there because obviously so many people in the world want to learn English. So I thought I'd combine the English teaching with the radio presenting and the result is Luke's English Podcast. Um, I started to get really busy after after I sort of uh, kicked the whole thing off. I started to get really busy producing episodes of the podcast uh, and the aim was always to mix up teaching with general entertainment. I wanted to produce episodes that were instructive but also fun to listen to for their own sake. Um, in um, So in point number three, Uh, I'm also a stand-up comedian, and I do try to use those skills in my episodes too, from time to time. Um, This may not be obvious from this particular episode, as I'm not actually adding any jokes to it. Um, I do stand-up comedy regularly in Paris in English, um, and from time to time I share some videos of my comedy on this website. And some of my listeners have come to see me perform my comedy live, which is great. Uh, But generally speaking, the connection between the stand-up comedy and the English teaching and the podcast is that um, to an extent I kind of mix them up. It's a bit like a Venn diagram if you know what that is. Venn diagram is um, one of those diagrams that contains circles that sort of cross over at a certain point to represent uh, the relationships between two things. So if you imagine one circle and another circle next to it and they cross over and part of that space that the two circles meet and uh, that's a Venn diagram. Really, I can't explain it without showing it to you. But if you can imagine a Venn diagram with three circles, one of them, one of the circles is English teaching, the other circle is um, stand-up comedy, and the other circle is podcasting. Well, there's a point at which they all three of them cross over, and that really is sort of for me. That's that's the the thing I enjoy doing the most. That moment where I'm combining teaching, podcasting, and being funny. I'm not sure I'm achieving it in this particular episode, to be honest with you. But anyway, that's when the real gold occurs, when it's both, when it's when it's funny and instructive and uh, pedagogical all at the same time. Um, so, point number four: the podcast now has over 250 episodes, and I have a really loyal following of listeners. In fact, my listeners have lots of names. They've got nicknames: uh, the Lepers. Yes, that's right. L E P. That's LEP. That stands for Luke's English Podcast. So, yes, we have the lepers. Uh, we have the lepsters, the lepaholics, the L E P ninjas, um, plebs as well. Sometimes that's people of Luke's English Podcast and so on. But they're an awesome group of uh, sort of ninja assassins. Obviously, they're not. Uh, they just listen to the podcast and make comments and things like that. But my my listeners are a, a great sort of cracking kind of gang of uh, devoted uh, uh, listeners, and um, it's great to read their comments on the website and and interact with them in various ways. Point number five is that some of my listeners have actually created podcasts of their own after being inspired to do so by listening to Luke's English podcast. So the podcast has even spawned various other uh, um, broadcasts out there that you can find on the web, um, which is uh, fantastic. And it's something that I've always kind of encouraged my listeners to do, that um, they should try and find new ways of practicing their speaking. And uh, that could involve 
producing their own podcasts or getting together in little Skype groups. There's a, there is a Skype group. Um, you can find it in the discussion forum section of my website. I think it's called Luke Skype Conversation. Go on there and you can add your Skype details and get involved in the conversation. Some of the gang, some of the, the Lepsters actually do something called a chat cast, um, which is a sort of online group meeting conversation kind of thing where they get together on Sundays and discuss various subjects. Uh, if you're interested in the chat cast, then I suggest you visit um, talktolearn.ch. That's T-A-L-K-2, uh, the number, T-A-L-K-2, uh, L-E-A-R-N dot C-H. Go there and you'll find a button that says Chatcast and you can get involved in that. That's very exciting and very interesting. Point number six. There are various types of episode that you can expect on this podcast. Some are about specific aspects of English. For example, episodes about idioms, grammar points, pronunciation, vocabulary and slang. Um, in some episodes, I try to keep my listeners locked in and entertained by just making up improvised stories off the top of my head. that Those maybe are the episodes that involve comedy um, to a larger extent. So I just come up with a story and just literally make it up, improvise it there and then, and just try and keep it exciting and interesting. Sometimes I actually throw in specific bits of language like idioms or, f or preposition collocations and things like that. Um, in some episodes, I feature interviews and conversations with friends, family and special guests. Those are just um, completely authentic, natural interviews with uh, native speakers of English or other noteworthy people. Um, some episodes involve me just talking directly to my audience about whatever comes into my head. Um, some episodes are about films, music or popular culture, and some episodes deal with specific aspects of British culture and lifestyle. So the podcast covers a broad range of topics, and ultimately, I love the freedom of being able to talk about anything I like, and the main thing is that it keeps, it, it creates engaging content that encourages learners of English to do more and more listening. That's the overall objective. Um, here is a quick list of some of the more popular episodes of this podcast. Um, and if you find this particular page, the page for episode 251, if you find it on my website, you'll find links to all of these episodes and you can check them out. It could be a good way of getting to know the podcast a bit. Of course, on the website, there is a big list that says all episodes and you can find every single episode of the podcast and some more bonus content in that list. So it's really easy. I've tried to make it as easy as possible for you to access all the episodes that I've ever done. But here is a quick list of some of the more popular episodes of this podcast. And this is based on the statistics I get on my website of the most uh, visited pages. Uh, so I assume that means these episodes are the, the more popular ones. Um, so starting off with episode number one, which is entitled Introduction. And this is the first episode I did back in April 2009, and it outlines my basic approach to Luke's English podcast. Episode 28, an interview with a native speaker about the weather. This one is pretty popular, and it follows on from a vocabulary episode that I did about British weather, and features an authentic interview with a teenager called Chris, and his odd views about foreigners in the UK. Episode number 29 was entitled The Mystery Story 
forward slash narrative tenses so mystery story and narrative tenses and this is one of the most visited uh, of my episodes it teaches you narrative tenses that's past simple past continuous and past perfect via a short mystery story that features several of the uk's most beloved popular culture icons and the story is continued in the next episode number 30 so it's like a little mystery story with sound effects and everything um, and then lots of teaching about uh, narrative tenses and even pronunciation drills to help you practice actually saying sentences that use uh, narrative tenses Uh, episode 71 is a popular one that was called the ice cream episode and it was an unplanned rant on topics such as Uh, Amazon Kindles, robots and technology in Hollywood films, and why we should put down the weapons and pick up an ice cream instead, man. Number 83 was entitled How to Swear in British English, and this was, and in fact still is, an indispensable guide to all of the rudest words in British English. It's extremely offensive but extremely useful. And in that one, I was joined by my brother, James, and basically we just went through a list of all of the rudest words that we can think of with loads of examples and loads of definitions and uh, uh, explanations and things like that. So if you want to learn how to be rude in English, that's the episode for you. By the way, my brother, James, is a a fairly regular guest on the podcast i think he's the person who's been featured in in the podcast more than any other person so far um episode 100 uh, episode 100 was called going to the pub and again i was joined by james in that episode and um this one is basically a guide to everything you need to know before you step into a pub in the uk um there are plenty more episodes which are popular with listeners uh, oh hold on I wasn't supposed to say that at that point. Whoops. Uh, I'm reading from um, from a like a list that I wrote earlier on, and that that bit was in the wrong place. Huh, never mind. I would edit that out. Well, I could edit that out, but I won't, because that's how I roll on Luke's English Podcast. Um, episode 118 was called Sick in Japan, and this is the true story of how I ended up sick in a Japanese hospital. Um, it contains loads of medical and health-related vocabulary, um, sort of considerations of culture shock, and a story which is engaging from start to finish. Episode 125 is one of the most popular ever, and this is called the Pink Gorilla Story, and it's just an improvised story that regularly makes people laugh out loud. And uh, it's just one that I really should try and convert into a one-man show stage play. I think it could work. Um, It's based on an old joke, and normally the joke takes about one minute to tell, but I managed to string the whole story out to about 40 minutes or 45 minutes, and it's just a caper, a a farcical story about an adventure um, in which I wound up being chased across the world by a pink gorilla. Um, You need to just listen to it to find out what it's all about, but it's a very popular episode. Um, Episode number 140 was called Ghost Stories, and this features just some scary true stories to keep you awake at night. Episode 167 is called Memory, Mnemonics and Learning English, 
And this is all about how you can revolutionize your learning techniques with some powerful memory devices. Episode 174 is called How to Learn English with Luke's English Podcast. And this is your guide to improving your English using my podcast. And that's a very, very good starting point. Even though it happened 174 episodes in to the um, to the process, uh, that is a very good guide to various ways you can use the podcast to help improve your reading, your listening, and all other aspects of, of your English, your grammar, your pronunciation, and so on. Episode 176 was called Grammar Verb Tense Review, and this is a very complete guide um, to all the main tenses in English, and it should be indispensable listening, I think. Episode 192 is called Culture Shock Life in London, and this episode deals with many of those strange aspects of the English lifestyle that foreigners find so hard to understand, and I explain many of them in episode 192. Episode 208 is called Travelling in Indonesia, and this is one of many episodes about travelling experiences. Uh, This one has quite a dramatic beginning. Um, So that's just a small selection. There are many, many more episodes which are popular with listeners. In fact, everyone seems to have a different uh, favourite. If you're a long-term listener, if you're one of the plebs or lepsters or lepaholics, why don't you leave as a comment under this episode which one is your personal favourite, I'd really like to know. And if you'd like to recommend an episode to a new listener, why not leave your uh, selection in the comment section of this podcast. Um, so that's that's just a small selection of some of the more popular ones. Um, so, moving on to number seven. Yes, you may have noticed that my episodes, my podcast episodes, are quite long. But I always explain it like this. Um, Firstly, all my favourite podcasts are long. They're usually about an hour long. Those are the podcasts that I listen to produced by people like Simon Mayo and Mark Kermode, for example. Their podcast is at least an hour long every time, sometimes more, maybe two hours uh, occasionally. So all my favourite podcasts are long. And I think that it's actually quite normal for podcasts to be about an hour long. I think that seems to be kind of a standard length for a podcast. Radio shows also tend to be at least an hour long. So why not my podcast? I think it's better for my listeners if they listen for an extended period of time. Why should listening only last 15 minutes? I can't achieve very much in just 10 to 15 minutes, and I want my episodes to have some depth and some rigour to them. That's why they tend to be longer. Also, I think that listeners can just pause the episode when they've had enough and then come back and listen to the rest of it later. So that's why my episodes are quite long. Um, And, you know, I think you're just getting more, aren't you? Just getting more. Um, rather than less. Sometimes people say less is more, but I don't agree in this case. I think more is more. Number eight, um, I have a transcript collaboration project on my website, which allows listeners to transcribe sections of episodes and then build a whole library of transcripts for um, other Lepsters to use. So this is good for the transcribers because it's a really big challenge and a good way to improve their English. Listening very carefully to every single word and typing it down and then sharing them on Google Documents. Um, It's also good for other listeners because ultimately we have uh, an ever-growing library of transcripts uh, which um, listeners can use to help them understand episodes. 
the collaboration is hosted on my website and if you go to teacherluke.co.uk and then click uh, transcript collaboration uh, you'll find all of the transcripts there um, many of the episodes already have completely finished and completed transcripts uh, you can find that list on the website but the the collaboration is hosted on the website and is done using google documents which is a, a nifty way of allowing people to share documents and work on them uh, from different locations um, so i'm glad to say that the transcript collaboration project is is working very very well and if you have a look you'll see that there are more and more transcripts being added all the time Point number nine says, I've won this award, this Macmillan Award, three times before, and that is completely thanks to my devoted audience, who every year come out in force to vote for me. Um, I hope to repeat the success this year, but I am up against stiff competition. I've had a look at the list of competitors that I have in the competition, and they're very good. You know, I'm up against people like EF and the British Council and so on. So whatever the result, basically, I'm just happy to have been nominated again. Of course, I really hope to win, but I'm just happy to to have been nominated, and I'd like to thank whoever it was who put me forward this year. Number 10 goes like this. The podcast has had, wait for it, 3 million listens in just over a year since moving to a new audio host, that's audioboom.com, which is amazing. I moved to Audioboom, I think at the end of November in 2013, so it's been just over a year, and in that time I've racked up 3 million listens which really is stunning. It's mind-blowing stuff, and I'm really pleased. Point number 11, um, I also have some videos on YouTube, and they are pretty hot as well. In fact, my channel has had about 2.5 million views in total, but I haven't uploaded anything for a while. Um, The popular videos are ones that I did back in 2009 and feature me interviewing members of the public in the centre of London. Um, If you're a a Luke's English podcast follower, you probably know about those videos, but if you are just sort of checking out the podcast for the first time, you might have already seen those videos on YouTube. Um, It involves me going into the centre of London and asking people in the street what they really think of London, what's London really like. And it's quite interesting because you get to see lots of different people's faces and their viewpoints and different accents and so on. And they remain very popular on YouTube. Um, There's also a video that I did um, way back in the early days called uh, 16 Ways to Say I Like It, which is pretty clear, really. It does exactly what it says on the tin. It teaches you 16 different ways to say I like it. And you may have seen that one, too. Um, You can access all the videos that I have published by going to teacherluke.co.uk and clicking on videos. Number 12, point 12 in a 16-point list. um, I launch competitions of my own from time to time for my listeners to take part in. The last one was called Your English Podcast, and I invited listeners to send me short recordings of them doing their own versions of Luke's English Podcast. So it was basically listeners providing sort of five-minute clips of them speaking as if they're presenting their own podcast. And I received lots of entries and lots of votes, and the winner was interviewed on the podcast as a prize just a couple of months ago. 
Uh, number 13, these days I record episodes of my podcast in a room at the top of my apartment here in Paris, where I have fantastic views of the rooftops of the city from the windows. I've got three windows, three large windows all around me, and uh, they give me great sort of almost panoramic views of the city. Um, and I call this space, this place where I do the episodes, I call it the Space Pod or the Sky Pod. And it's the podcast HQ, and that's where I am right now. I'm I'm snug inside the space pod, um, snug with a nice woolen sweater on, because it's midwinter and it gets a bit cold up here at this time of year, but I'm nice and warm, and I've got myself a nice big cup of tea in a Luke's English podcast mug. And that's the way I like to record episodes of Luke's English podcast, here in the space pod. Um, point number 14 says, I have another podcast, in fact... Um, called A Phrasal Verb A Day. It's on iTunes and on my website as well, of course. Um, That uh, podcast called A Phrasal Verb A Day, that's made up of short episodes devoted to individual phrasal verbs. Um, I give definitions, examples and explanations in each episode and it's a great way to pick up more of those tricky items of vocabulary, phrasal verbs. My goal when I began doing A Phrasal Verb A Day was to record one episode every day in 2014. Unfortunately, I didn't reach my goal. It was a bit overambitious. I bit off more than I could chew. But I haven't given up, and I still add episodes of A Phrasal Verb A Day to the series whenever I can. In fact, yesterday, I added two new episodes, so if you haven't seen them, go and check them out. Of course, you can go to teacherluke.co.uk and click A Phrasal Verb A Day in the menu. Uh, Number 15, the penultimate item in this particular list, Um, and we're on to nearly 25 minutes of this podcast. It's going to be a slightly shorter one than normal, I think, unless I can think of something else to add uh, at the end of this episode. But number 15 says, I love playing the drums, guitar, bass and ukulele, but not at the same time, of course. And occasionally at, at the end of podcast episodes, I play a song on the ukulele. But you have to listen all the way to the end of the episode to hear it. So if you don't listen to the end of every episode, you may be missing out on little special extra bits of content, like a song or something like that. Um, Who knows? You may find one at the end of this episode. Who knows? And finally, number 16. I put my heart, soul, time, energy, humour, money and love into making episodes of Luke's English Podcast. It's become quite a big thing in my life. After having done it now for nearly 16, uh, 16? After having done it for nearly six years now, it feels like 16 sometimes. Um, I enjoy a close and warm relationship with my listeners. I always welcome new additions to the LEP family. And in the future, I plan to build my service more and more until I can perhaps do this for a living somehow. It's difficult for me to do that. Uh, at this moment because I'm very busy with several jobs and a wedding coming up and all sorts of other things. But the future's bright and I hope that many more people will join me on this journey to create authentic, entertaining and interesting content that helps you not only to improve your English but also to enjoy yourself while you're doing it. So I invite you to start listening today and like thousands of other people, Get addicted to Luke's English podcast because ultimately it's good for your English. So if you haven't already done it, I do invite you to vote for Luke's English podcast by clicking the relevant links and visiting the Macmillan Dictionary website. 
Um, scroll down until you find Luke's English Podcast in a link. Click the button and then vote at the bottom. And thank you very much for your continuing support. I don't know if you can hear the wind blowing around me. Can you hear that? It's a very windy day up here in the space pod, as I call it. The wind is howling all around. It's been quite a stormy time in Paris, and I don't just mean the weather. I also mean in terms of uh, politics and current affairs. Last week, on Wednesday, uh, a number of people were shot to death by extremists who were um, taking revenge for depictions of um, Muslim sort of uh, prophets in uh, in a magazine called Charlie Hebdo. You probably have heard all about it on the news. I'm not going to go into it anymore now, but it's just been a bit of a crazy time. Thank goodness things have settled back down to normal again. Let's hope they stay that way. Uh, but certainly the wind is blowing. It's midwinter. I think the days are getting longer, ladies and gentlemen. The days are getting longer, and before we know it, the frost will melt and the sun will be out and the birds will be singing, flowers will be blooming, and the smell of spring will be in the air. And that's my favourite time of year. Thank you again for listening and thank you for your continuing support for Luke's English Podcast. I genuinely hope that it's providing you with not only a good source of English, but also just something fun to listen to. I think that's where I'm going to draw the line and stop this episode of the podcast. But um, who knows, maybe I will get the ukulele out and try a song. If you don't like music, now is the time to stop listening to this episode. But if you do fancy a little bit of a song from time to time, then uh, hold on, hold the line, as it were, because uh, I think I might try and do something. I can't make any promises, but let's see what I can do. Thanks for listening. Okay, so I've picked... um I've picked this song because I think it's quite appropriate considering what's been going on recently. And here it is. I'm sure you know it. I'm sure you'll recognise it. I don't need to name it even. Here it is. Imagine there's no heaven Try. No hell below us Above us only sky Imagine all the people Living for today Imagine there's no countries It isn't hard to do Nothing to kill or die for And no religion too Imagine all the people Living life
original possessions I wonder if you can No need for greed or hunger A brotherhood of man Imagine all the people Sharing all the world You may say I'm a dreamer But I'm not the only one Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.